Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Proper background checks for employment can help increase productivity, reduce costs, and preserve your corporate reputation. Checks are, says today's guest, an absolutely essential element in the hiring process in order to maintain a safe work environment. Background screening, he says, empowers employers by providing them with the knowledge they need to make critical hiring decisions. In this HR chat, we will be considering the role of background checks when sourcing top talent. Listen to as we explore how COVID and work from home placed new emphasis on the need to find ways to check candidates without access to traditional in-person screening methods. My guest this time is Michael Boyce, Director of Business Growth and Marketing at Mint's Global Screening. Mike, welcome to the HR Chat Show. Thanks for having me, Bill. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today. So beyond my wee introduction there, Mike, why don't you start by telling telling our listeners a bit about yourself and a bit about Mints? Well, thanks. I've been with Mints for a year and really enjoy the, the company. The team here is fantastic and it's a company that has been in business 100 years in 2022. So appreciate the opportunity and, and realize the impact of what background screening uh, means to uh, organizations in this day and age. 100 years. Wow, that is impressive. So although we'll be we'll be honing in on reference checks in today's interview, Mike, Mintz offers way more than just that. A, a plethora of verification services, including national criminal checks, bankruptcy records, credit checks, international screening, professional and trade accreditation, and civil records. Take a few minutes now, if you don't mind, to give a broad overview of your services and how they can make the lives of HR pros particularly uh, a bit more, a bit more easy. The Mint's global screening itself is uh, part of the Mint's Group, which is international background screening company, investigation company. But Mint's global screening, as I said, has been been in Canada almost a hundred years, and provide full range and full service of background screening to businesses and individuals in Canada. We uh, we do everything from entry level screening right through management, C-suite and board positions. And as I said, we offer everything from criminal checks to credit checks, driver verifications, education, portfolio, et cetera. So it's a full complement of services that can meet the needs of any organization, large or small, right across the country. So another service that you that you guys offer is, is media searches. Well, why does Mintz believe that it's vital to the management of the, of the corporate brand? And what would that say to those that say it's it's a bit too big brother? Yeah, very, very interesting question. And, and let me give you a very complicated uh, answer to a very simple question, Bill. We at Mintz don't believe it's, it's too, you know, quote unquote, big brother. We're simply consulting social media, you know, public facing information that uh, a potential applicant has put out there for the world to see. You know, we feel that individuals, they are a reflection of the organization they work for. So media search really is just looking for the public persona, I guess, of the applicant and just checking to make sure that they are who they say they are and that they would be a good overall reflection of the brand of the organization that's looking to hire them. The other point would be protecting your employees you know, really starts at hiring 
by conducting a good uh, media, social, and internet search, which certainly would be able to reveal any unacceptable tendencies that potential applicant would have that could create a volatile workplace for the rest of your team. And we all know the cost of bad hiring. You know, it's significant. Uh, there is a dollar value to uh, bad HR practices. So I, I think it's really important to uh, to do this high-level media search on potential applicants. So just to add to what you said there, Mike, and, and my job listeners is to be the interviewer, not the interviewee, of course, but you know me by now, I can throw in an opinion here and there occasionally. My tendencies within me would say, oh, hang on a minute, uh, you shouldn't be watching these things. But you know what, the re- more I read about it, and given that, we're in 2021 and it was only a few months ago that you had the, uh, the the capital riots. I think maybe there is something to be said to to trying to understand if all these companies are spending so much money on identifying new talent that that understands a, a brand's why, to use the Simon Sinek term, then maybe there is some some validity in just checking up on people that they do represent themselves outside of their work as as they profess to do. Anyway, that's my two cents, I'm, and it's, a, yeah, it's an no, opinion I, that I'm I'm still forming. <laughs> yeah, no, I I would I would agree with you, Bill. I, uh, you know, in my spare time, I coach uh, I coach rep hockey, and you know, we always told uh, these these boys and young men that uh, be careful what they presented themselves on social media as, because it potentially could impact whether or not they played uh, junior hockey or Certainly, uh, if colleges were looking to uh, have them on as a college hockey player, they do social media and and media searches on uh, potential scholarship players. So, you know, it is an important component, and I think uh, it certainly makes sense for companies to uh, to invest at time and effort. And there's probably a follow-up conversation there somewhere, Mike, about, you know, does it matter more for customer-facing uh, staff than it does for non-customer facing really you know mm-hmm. if, if you're if you're out there and, and you are a face of the brand you are representing your brand you are you are trying to win over clients or retain customers or whatever that is uh, is it more important that you are the right fit there c- compared to say a back-end developer who sits in a dark room somewhere who knows but perhaps that's a conversation for another time let's continue through here's a doozy question for you mike does does referencing still matter why can't HR managers just do a criminal check instead? And aren't references just full of good statements from, in inverted commas, good references? A reference and a criminal check have two completely different purposes. And although a criminal check is most commonly used uh, in background screening, um, it's completed, whereas references have another purpose uh, in the background screening process. Reference are not only used as part of a hiring practice, but also as part of compliance and security screening requirements to determine to help determine character assessments in the individual or of the individual. Uh, they can also provide qualitative information about an individual, which is valuable not only in the hiring process, but in the management of that individual. As a final comment, I would simply say that uh, good statements from good references, you would be surprised at the number of times that you actually get truthful, impactful information from a reference. It may seem like the vast majority of references come back positive. Uh, uncovering an applicant's flaws can save a company from potentially an expensive bad hire. 
do you come across a lot of companies, Mike, that have, have written off reference checks completely? And, and if so, what are their reasons? There has been a, a shift by some organizations to a, a skills-based hiring model. And, and certainly that is, is gaining some steam in the industry. But majority of companies really value background screening uh, and the services that we provide. Most companies continue to value them very highly, and others have decided to, uh, depending on the role, move to a more electronic-based reference model. And I think the reasoning uh, certainly varies from company to company. I, I guess it depends on what you value uh, and how you value references probably related to the roles that they're hiring for, whether they're customer-facing uh, roles, whether they're uh, management, middle management roles. So it would vary company to company, whether it's a checkbox approach or whether it's considered uh, an opportunity to gather valuable information that can make uh, a good quality hiring decision and how to manage that individual moving forward in their career with your organization. Okay, thanks, Mike. And what do you believe are, are, the, are some of the consequences of avoiding reference checks altogether? I think, you know, as, as we talked about uh, a moment ago, you know, there is a, a focus on skills-based hiring and, and making sure that there are no biases with uh, relation to age and gender, culture, et cetera, in the workplace. And uh, we, we really feel that's, that's an important step in uh, in the hiring process. However, you know, avoiding all references, uh, avoiding reference checks altogether is really a challenge uh, because it cr creates a situation where applicants uh, are, un you know, they know that the information they're putting forward isn't being challenged or, or verified. And we still know some cold hard facts, Bill, we know that 8% of people uh, are not uh, honest about their educational background. We know that 9% of candidates uh, are not uh, clear and upfront about a criminal charge. And so avoiding reference checks potentially puts you in a situation where you don't know who you're hiring. And that could lead to certain uh, challenges um going forward with your business and we you know i think that's part of the process is continue to do reference checks make sure that you're uh, hiring a potential employee you know as much about them as possible and uh, that's why we feel it's really important to continue to do those reference checks okay mike so we are coming through extraordinary times it's so wonderful for me to be able to say now that we are coming through it Listeners, we were recording this interview in, in uh, very early July 2021. But um, obviously, what we're seeing now is a, is a very, very, very fierce war for talent, like, like we've never seen before, because some, there were so many layoffs. And, and now companies like, holy moly, we've got we've to hire talent. We've got to do it like yesterday. Um, many, many companies are new as well. They're, they're, they're just entering. Uh, the, the market because because perhaps you've had folk who've worked for 
big companies for years and and they've they've done that thing that everybody's been talking about for the last 18 months they've pivoted um there, there are lots of different influences and factors mike in, in your opinion what are the what are the main market and economic influences that impact whether people conduct reference checks at all and how has covid19 impacted uh, impacted mints the two greatest issues we're uh, having face right now are cost and time companies just it's it, it, the traditional phone-based model for references are generally a more expensive approach. More people are working remotely in response to COVID-19, and they're certainly harder to get in touch with. Uh, you know, with the addition of, uh, of landlines are relied upon less and less, and more mobile devices being used as the main point of contact for individuals, uh, reaching those referees uh, certainly can be more challenging than than previous times when you could contact a main company number or an extension. This adds time to the process of reaching someone live and has given, you know, given uh, birth to more electronic reference-based models to take off. These electronic uh, reference-based models shift the focus to measuring key components like functionality, technical and mechanical elements of a referee's response as well as tracking the fraud indicators electronically, like IP addresses, email sharing, and identity sharing. So this has uh, really been a, an opportunity to expand reference checks so that it can really meet the needs of clients, whether they want the traditional base model, where it's somebody live calling reference referees, or whether it's electronic based, we can meet the needs of uh, of companies for both. Mike, do, do you believe that the purpose of reference checking changed or have, have checks become more important due to new regulatory measures? You know, all security screening, government clearances, reliability checks now require character references to determine an individual's honesty, trustworthiness and reliability. I think hasn't necessarily changed, but certainly the requirement for security measures and the addition of uh, regulatory and compliance programs has increased the importance and need for reference checking to make sure to meet these regulated standards. Uh, many countries are now coming out of the worst of COVID, but we need to we do need to be mindful that there are a lot of places in the world that. Uh, perhaps haven't seen the worst of it yet and are, are going through terrible moments. But for, for those markets, for those uh, nations that are now in a stage where they're hiring en masse and uh, and there's lots of uh, mobility within the job market, I'd, I'd like to get your take and Mintz's take on, on what the market looks like at the moment and how much more important is it right now to have a resume that stands out? I think the market, you alluded to it earlier in the uh, the conversation, Bill, there is a tremendous war for talent right now. And um, here at Mintz, we're expecting a big shift of employees between companies, potentially even between verticals as uh, you move uh, skill sets, uh, kind of mirror other industries. So, uh, you know, I think you made a great point earlier. Uh, as for how resumes, uh, making sure your resume stands out, uh, I think, uh, again, we spoke about uh, skills-based hiring 
and uh, we we've seen uh, and heard about uh, companies now taking, uh, as I said before, names off of uh, resumes to take away any biases. Um, so having a resume that uh, is uh, clear, concise, uh, and and forthright. Um, is is going to be really important uh, for individuals, and uh, more more importantly, uh, I think our services are more required now than ever. Simply because uh, as those uh, resumes come in, and companies are in a absolute panic to hire people, and hopefully hire the right people, it's going to be more important than ever to have a solid background screening of those individuals, uh, particularly if they're coming from another industry, uh, to make sure they have the right skill set for your industry and um, and have the right education requirements and references that are going to meet the needs for your organization. It, it, it's uh, it's going to be quite, quite challenging for organizations uh, as we come out of COVID, as you said, I think for companies that do uh, work uh, in other countries, you know, there's going to be the challenges of those countries potentially not being on the same timeline. Um, but uh, I think it's really uh, clear here in Canada, in particular, and the U.S., that uh, you know we're we're getting to the point where organizations are going to be back 100%, uh, but they're not going to have 100% of the applicant base that they had pre-COVID. Yeah, I just add to that as, as a, although I am a Canadian, I'm also a Brit. Um, as a Brit, uh, just today, our shaggy-haired leader Boris declared that uh, um, as, as of July 19th, all restrictions in the UK will be lifted. So, good news in in lots of places, um, but we do yeah. still need to be mindful that. Uh, this is a global crisis and it's going to take a long time for the for the whole world to to come through it hey mike um the the, the word on the street is that you're a pretty cool dude so i I'm, I'm betting you've probably got your own youtube account your own tiktok account and all the rest of it um but for the purposes of this being a business podcast how, how can how can our listeners connect with you perhaps through linkedin maybe your email address and also how can they learn more about all the cool things happening over at mint I appreciate that. I'm, I'm sure my kids wouldn't agree uh, at all. But uh, yeah, you know what? I appreciate the opportunity, Bill. It was a great conversation with you here today. And uh, anybody looking for more information, they can reach me directly at mvoice at mintsglobal.com. That's M-B-O-Y-C-E at mintsglobal.com. They can reach us through LinkedIn at the Mints Global Screening uh, LinkedIn webpage. And uh, obviously, we're on the web at uh, mintsglobalscreening.com. Uh, happy to, uh, to answer any questions and look forward to, uh, to interacting with all the people that have uh, uh, supported your podcast in the past and uh, the many, many more that will uh, will get involved in the future. So I really appreciate you uh, giving us this opportunity, Bill. And uh, thanks again. And I always like to add when I when when I particularly like one of my guests, I always like to add that they're they're, they're a good person. And um, in, in the case of Mike here, listeners, he and I have had a bunch of chats building up to, to this interview. He's an absolute gentleman. 
um it's been a, it's been a pleasure working with you mike up to this point and um uh, I, I think that if anybody gets in contact with you that they'll have a good experience but that just leaves me to say for today michael boyce thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the hr chat show thanks very much i really appreciate it and listeners as always until next time happy working Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 